Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. I've had a great weekend. Um, Hope you're fueled and ready to get started with this wonderfully new week that we have the blessing to be here for, right? So let's go ahead and jump right into today's topic. Uh, The title for today is Understanding Servant Leadership. Understanding Servant Leadership. Now, let me be a little, well, transparent today. I won't say a little. Let me just be transparent, right? Um, As I was preparing for today's topic, I was really um, battling between this whole, you know, where where to continue to take the discussion, right? Because we opened up, it's still a new year, it's still fresh, it's only the 17th of January of 2022, but I don't know about nobody else. But I feel like I've been here already, just, just saying, right? I've settled in, right? The excitement of all has passed, and it's just, you know, settling in. Uh, to the routines of life, right? Because the holidays and all of the the activities that we do around that, I don't know about others, but my energy changes, right? Because my focus is really uh, on family, right? It's it's on the family and and doing those things and those moments and and being fully present in those moments. And so now moving into work right that that whole energy is changing and so as i was preparing i was tossed in between like well you know are we done talking about you know new stuff you know the things that's going to be you know exciting or you know where where do we go where do i go with today and the need to understand servant leadership came because the answer i got was there's an urgency uh, in the realm that we need to understand with urgency as servant leaders what we're being called to do, and so I felt oppressing to 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 go into this conversation. So we're gonna talk about this today. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna leave y'all with questions because this ain't gonna be a complete <laughs> covering of the topic. However, that's a good thing because questions send you on a journey so you can seek out answers for yourself. So understanding. Servant leadership. We hear this word uh, phrase, servant leaders or servant leaderships, and oftentimes it is rendered in society and worldview uh, to only reference those that work in the clergy or work in some form of religious activity or vocation, right? And for a long time, right, those that, that, that I have relationships with, that I discuss things and brainstorm and talk a lot about, have heard this on numerous occasions that it's not that for me, right? This is not a new conversation for me, um, but this is something I've long personally believed that servant leadership is not limited to religious activity by no means. Um, I believe that servant leadership is what the Great Commission is. That's my summation of it. That's what we've been called to do as believers in Jesus Christ on this side of the cross. Because on this side of the cross, we have his spirit in us. So we are equipped, empowered, and enriched to go about living our lives as followers of Christ daily. doesn't matter the vocation. doesn't matter 
uh, you know, where we're serving, how we do it. In every role in our life, our servant leadership, right, is to be on display, right, because leadership as a whole for me is not about position or title. It's about character, right? And so we are called the chosen ones to have the servant character uh, on display in everything that we do. Hone the phrase servant leadership. So servant leaders, as I said, is not about a position. It's not about a title. It's, it's not about an entity in which you work. But servant leaders are those who are believers and followers of Jesus Christ, the one and true God, who's committed to doing his will on this earth. Because when he left earth, right, it wasn't because Jesus' work was finished. His work, he finished what he was going to do, but the working of it still needed to be worked out on earth. Okay, y'all following me? So he's working that out through us, in us, right? Because we have to still continue to reign the power and authority that he has over the enemy here on earth. So that finished work is still being worked out in the physical realm through us, our physical bodies. And therefore, we've surrendered our bodies. Servant leaders have surrendered their physical bodies unto God's purpose here on earth. We're no longer focused on our personal desires and wills, but we surrender that unto God, his will, his purpose, understanding that if we do what he has called us to do in and through us, we will ultimately receive and be blessed abundantly as a result. My backdrop for understanding servant leadership came in looking at 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy. In 1 Timothy, this letter, Paul is writing to Timothy, the young preacher, coming after him to give him some advice and to encourage him, right, to instill in him what needs to, uh, certain characteristics and qualities that he's going to need to develop and have on this journey. And in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 11 through 12, I'll read, it says, But you, O man of God, flee these. These things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many, many witnesses. Now, when we read, O man of God, oftentimes, and, and if you've, you know, experienced it, all religious, different in uh, denominations and many of that mean, you know, have have rendered that limitless to mean the man of God, meaning the prophets based in the Old Testament. And at the time in the Old Testament, that is what it meant, right? It referred to those people who spoke for God. But on this side of the cross, in today for believers, a man of God is referenced as anyone who belongs to God, anyone who belongs to God, who's dedicated to God who finds true joy in God and lives for the glory of God. So we all are man, woman, whichever you like to term, you know, if you, those, anyway. Whatever, man is universal, 
okay? <laughs> so it's this old man of God is referencing those of us who belong to God, dedicated to God, find true joy in God, and lives for the glory of God. Therefore, that includes all believers. That is what servant leaders are. Servant leaders belong to God. They're dedicated to God. They find true joy in God, and, the li and their lives are those given for the glory of God. Okay? And servant leaders are not just known by the things we flee from, right? It's not about what we stay away, what we abstain from, or, you know, what we don't do, but we're also known for what we do do or what we follow after, what we fight for, and are faithful to, right? So identifying factors for servant leaders aren't just what we don't do, but it is what we also do, what we follow after, what we fight for, and are faithful to, right? This is important because as the intensity of time is uh, increasing, the intensity of uh, falsehood is being uh, just on rampage, right? It's intensifying. It isn't that it's new. Um, it, it just continues to intensify each generation from generation to generation. We as servant leaders need to be on guard because we have to be able to identify. We're not just looking at people what they don't do, but we also need to examine what is their fruit. What is it that they're following after? What's, what are they fighting for and what are they faithful to? Those are the fruits, right, the identifying factors. Fruits are not materialistic items. Let's clear that up. That does not mean you are dedicated to God, belong to God, or find true joy or that your lives are lived for the glory of God because you have accumulated lots of material things, right? That, that's not it, right, because those things or can deter you. Those things can become idols when not put in their proper place, when they are not used to the glory of God, when they are not used to further God's purposes, they can become idols in your life, which take hold to your heart, and they remove God from the seat of the throne. So what we're to focus in on, as in 1 Timothy 6 and 11, it says, flee from these things, and you'll go back to the verses prior to that to know what those things are. But the focus is on what you pursue. What are they pursuing? What are they following after? What are they fighting for? And what are they faithful to? Right? There, there, there needs to be uh, checks and balances, not just one side, but also what's on the other side. Okay? And not just in what they speak, but in actually their actions. Servant leaders are believers in the word of God. They apply the word to their practical lives and they are led, they lead, I'm sorry, and they lead by example and they are committed to transferring their faith to others, basically building up other servant leaders. They are committed to doing that and the foundation comes from the application and the study of the word of God in their own life, right? They're not trying to speak one thing and do something different. They are truly living this by example in their own lives. Now, as I get ready to close, servant leadership has to be more concerned with the eternal excellence that lies before them and not settling for the world standard of excellence. The world standard of excellence falls short. It will never reach the glory of God.
But when we understand that there is a purpose bigger than the life here on earth and render and know that our walk on this earth sets us in motion for that next life. It's not to say this life isn't important, but it doesn't override that life. So this life is subject to the next life. That's what servant leaders understand. Servant leaders are committed to eternal excellence, not because what I may do here may not be seen excellent according to the world, but does it lead to the excellence that God is asking for, that I will have to stand and give an answer for one day, how I lived on this earth. So your focus is never to believe that this is all that matters. This serves a purpose for a greater purpose, right? This isn't the great purpose. So servant leaders have that realm of vision and perspective always in front of them. Their qualities is pursuit, fight, laying hold or possessing, and keeping and retaining the purposes and the will of God in the forefront of their life. So I hope today's wisdom has inspired you, has encouraged you, has challenged you, has given you some more insight, and hopefully has inspired you to want to go and study more about serving leadership for yourself so that you can get a clear understanding because the urgency of developing and truly understanding as serving leaders what our role is, our position, understanding how we're to use it no matter where we're serving is truly important in this time because there are people who need to see and are depending on us. So thank you so much. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.